What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Fatherhood Initiative Podcast. I am Sherman Webb Middlebrooks, a lifelong Buffalo resident and a full-time black man. And as usual, what's going on, people? Um, we are going to have a good one today. We got a good brother here, uh, Devin Tillman, to talk about his experience as a father, uh, as a man in general. So let's get right into it. Without further ado, why don't you introduce yourself to the people? How you doing, everybody? Devin Tillman. Um, single father, uh, new father, first time father. Wow. Um, so it's a new experience for me. I've always wanted a child. It's been a long time coming. Um, just a little crazy circumstances is under for me. Um, so a little bit about the story. So my son was born February 27th of this year, 2023. Um, but his mom passed before he was even out the womb. Wow. So, um, and I wasn't even there. I was at work. So, you know, it was it was rough for me because when I got the call, it was like, dang, I missed it. You know, because, you know, fathers that are involved, they want to be there for the, that part. That's a that's an important part. Mm-hmm. When the baby comes out, you want to be there. You don't really miss nothing. You know, so for me to miss it, it was like, dang, it hurt real bad. But, you know, then to find out that you lost your woman mm-hmm. on top of it, it's like, this can't be, this can't be real. Like, you know, like, like God, why do I deserve, why do I deserve to be the one to, you know? Um, as, as you're speaking, first of all, again, um, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. That, that happened. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine having had that experience, uh, with my partner. How long were you all together for? Um, two years. Okay. You know, when you're talking about spending the rest of your life with somebody, right. it's, it's different, you know? Plan on buying a house. Talk about investing, right. you know, generational wealth. You talk about those things. It's, it's different, you know. You, you shopping for rings and stuff. It's, it's a whole different ball game. Right, planning yeah. for the future. Yeah. Man, so what's so um, what's kind of kept you strong and focused throughout throughout all of this? Uh, the only real thing that's keeping me ever hood is God. To be honest, yeah. you know, yeah. I got I got I got a good team around me. I'm real selective with who I keep around me, especially now. I learn. I mean, I'm 28, but I've learned real quiet, real quick. You gotta be, you gotta be selective about who you keep close to the chest. Talking about your life and things you're trying to do. So for me, it's God first, and then everybody else comes after my son. So what's your son's name, by the way? Uh, Keyshawn. Okay. His name His name is dedicated to his mother. Okay. Um, so his first name is the first three letters is. Uh, her name was Lakeisha, so it's spelled the same way. Kind of her name was spelled, and then her middle name was one of the names that she wanted to name her. And okay. it means young warrior. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You put that together. If, if you don't mind me asking, um, was your wife or your partner African American or Hispanic? African American. Okay. okay. And the reason why I ask is because, unfortunately, in our community, and not just in our community, this is across the nation. Um, maternal mortality rates among women of color are disproportionately higher than uh, the white counterparts. Um, and, and income and um, lifestyle has like little to nothing to do with it either, yeah. you know. Um, you know, so it's just, it's, it's hard to see on like the stats and the paper and stuff like that, but it's even harder 
I'm sure, like for someone who actually experienced it. Yeah, you know and, what I'm saying. You know, you gotta think we don't, we don't, we we don't ever get the same treatment. Mm-hmm. You know how how they handle us, how they handle them is totally different in the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's some stuff I just can't talk about at the moment until okay. um, things get clear. Yep. But um, yeah. It's, it's, you know. she, should, she should still be here. Let me just put it that way. Gotcha. Don't be don't want to turn. Yeah. No, I'm just wondering. Like, it sounded like it was a a lot of stuff that's still going on. Um, so like the the opportunity for you to to heal really hasn't necessarily like presented itself. Would you say? Yeah. So the family as a whole, we still haven't even had the time to properly grieve. You know, still, you know, like with court and everything, um, you know, just for Keyshawn, I just, we just closed out court this past week. But as far as the rest of the kids, still a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so just trying to balance things out and still make sure, you know, because a lot of times stuff like this happen, you know, it comes down to there may be limited to people who actually care about the kids. Right. You know, and it comes down because the mom's not here. So, their lifestyle was built around their mother. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was them, it was their mom and just them. They didn't they it was tight knit family. So one now that the foundation is gone, you know, you know, sometimes we tend to exploit our own and it's you know, it's not beneficial to us. Yeah. So so your partner had children outside of you guys. Yeah, she has five other kids. Five okay. How old is the oldest and what's the, the oldest is eighteen, the youngest is six. Okay. Apart from Keyshawn. Apart from Okay. Oh my goodness! I didn't sure. even know that. Um, yeah. Wow. A lot of lives affected. Yeah. Sure. Wow. So, in the interest of time, we got about two minutes left. Um, what would you tell another father out there in the world who may have had a similar experience as you to help them to continue their their the day to day their mental health? just the things that you've done. I know you said God is your foundation and I respect that because he's my foundation as well. But what are some practical things um, that you might tell somebody? Practical things, man, just for me from therapy, because, you know, a lot of times us as black folks, we don't think we need therapy. Yeah. We need therapy just because of the way we would we transition to America. Yeah. It's inevitable. We, we were born into to a bunch of foolishness and we, it's inevitable that we're going to need therapy and counseling. So for me, music is music is my go-to. Yep. It's you know next to God is music. You know, I'm I listen to a lot of old school R&B. So it's all about love. Okay. You know, um, and it goes back to something that Tank said. You know, our violence is not an issue. It's our love. It's not our violence is not a threat. It's our love. So you know, once we start, you know, I think it comes down to love. And for me, music and I like to sit by the water. You know, it's relaxing. It's calming. You got you got to find what's what's relaxing for you. Yeah. You know, because each one of us is different in how we deal with stuff and how we we clear our minds. Right. Because our mind is our most definite thing. You know, it, it determines which direction we go and what we do and the choices that we make. And if we don't have control of our mind, we lost. Yeah, absolutely. Any last words? Um. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I was with you on that. I don't even want to add none of that because I think you, yeah. yeah. This is this was a heavy one for, yeah, for today. Um, I appreciate you being here. Um, I appreciate you guys having me, man. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just 